There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of saintsnation.com, Kevin Held of the team drops the ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his... I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They have 136 draft beers. They have a late night menu. They have an awesome regular menu. They have anything you can want. LSU, Alabama, two weeks. It's happening. Saban's going down. It's at LSU, but... It's a night game. You can go to the Pelican House. You can watch it all. You can watch the Saints try to get to 3-4 and four against Seattle. Uh, Tulane, get to back to 500. The Pelican House, they have all your sports needs. They have everything you want. Uh, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should support them because they support us. Uh, all right, the Saints are 2-4. and four. Um, Andrew, I feel like the Saints shot themselves in both feet and then saw it off. And the nuts. Of- and, and they the shot nu- themselves in the nuts. And the nuts. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 they didn't give it away because they never led in the second half. But, man, that was a road game right, right for the taking. Yeah, I mean, they, they ran out of time. You know, you felt like if there was just a little bit more time, the Saints were going to win that game. I mean, you just felt like even though they only had 21 points, the offense was moving the ball. Uh, they were the better team in the second half. I mean, they held the Chiefs to six points. That's the thing that's lost in all this that we forget. Is the Chiefs scored two field goals in the second half, and that's it. And one of them um, was on a special team's I don't know if it was a brain fart or whatever the hell, or just a mishit by Lutz. Yeah, it was set up by a bad kickoff, yeah. So, you know, I... It's just too bad. Again, like, I think everyone's down on the defense despite the fact that they completely shut down the Chiefs' running game in the second half and held them to six points. But once again, it's, you know, sometimes they play three quarters, sometimes it's just a half, but it's never good enough. And and that's that's been the issue. Um, you know, the, the thing I take away from it is that, you know, it's just this team can't put four quarters together. And, you know, there are moments, and those moments are mired by inconsistency and, and struggles to put it all together. But the main takeaway I, I said, which was frustrating for me, and I told you this, Ralph, you know, this is a young team. You expect young players to make mistakes. And sometimes when you have a young team, it's just like that. You're, you're going to have exactly what I described. But when 
you think about the two biggest killers in that game and the people responsible for causing it are Mark Ingram and Nick Fairley, veterans on your team, guys that are supposed to know better. Um, you know, that that's where it's really discouraging to me because it's not the young young players making mistakes. That's the guys that you're supposed to be counting on. Yeah, so Kevin Held is joining us now. And Kevin, everybody knows the reason why we have you on this podcast is not for the jokes, but for your amazing ability to break down film. And you watch yep. every play of every yeah, Saints yeah. game. Like, you're just locked <laughs> yep. in. You're just locked in. So yep. on that third and 17 that the Saints had to get a stop – and BWF gave the guy like 20 yards of cushion and couldn't close. Were the Saints playing man or were they say playing some kind of fire zone that did him in? <laughs> uh, well, if you're telling me that he gave him a 20-yard 20, a 20 cushion, that sounds like something Jason David would do. Uh, it certainly wasn't any bump and run coverage. Uh, I am pulling this analysis clean out of my ass. Tell the people why, uh, Kevin. I, oh, no, I was getting to it. I, I have no shame. Uh, I did not watch a single solitary second of this game <laughs> because my car died uh, Sunday morning. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. This is, this is God telling me you're not watching this football game. So... I don't and, think and, Kevin's and course, ever pulled anything clean out of his ass, for the record, no. <laughs> in his life. <laughs> Not for free. Uh, and you'd think, you'd think that Fox yeah. would have broadcast the Chiefs game in St. Louis, seeing as how the Rams, like for whatever reason, they still play the Rams games here. Oh my but God. the Rams already played in London. So you would think that they would play the Chiefs game since, you know, the Chiefs are the only other damn team in the state nope. and people actually want to see the why Chiefs. Why do they hate, they hate, no. they hate broadcast the Rams to St. Louis? That's awful. Yeah. I'm sure they, I'm sure they have residual <laughs> fans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Ugh. I'm sure Wait, they so what do. what game did they but... play? What game did they play? Oh, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, Philly and Minnesota. It was Philly and Minnesota. Yeah, that was the game of the week. The Rams played the Giants, but that happened in the morning. So they played Philly and Minnesota. Yeah, those morning so. games. I've been forgetting about those. Until Don't I forget check, to set your lineups, kids. I check, I check my fantasy lineup, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they got a game. And, it, and they put it on, like, the NFL channel, and it was like an Easter egg. You had to find it. Um <laughs> Let me know if Nick Novak kicks any more field goals while we're um, this, the Before we get to all the negative stuff, Dave, I want to talk about the positives. And here's the thing. There is no positive. Well, no. Is Michael Thomas, is he yeah, the Saints best, is he the best Saints receiver right now? Okay. He's pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I, I hate... I hate to say he's the best receiver because you've got a guy like Brandon Cooks and they, they're two different types of receivers and they do two different things. Um, so I, I think together him and Cooks are 1A and 1B. And then, oddly enough, I mean, Willie Sneed, the fourth, um, had a pretty decent game himself. He's got to cut sometimes... his hair, though, man. He got yanked down by the hair. Well, look, look, that's, you know, either tuck it under your helmet, put it in a ponytail, do something, but... Uh, Otherwise, you just got to deal with it. But, um, you know, and, and at the same time, Willie Sneed can sometimes turn out to be Drew's favorite target on any given Sunday. So 
but uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say Michael Thomas is the best. He's 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 one you know one B and uh, along with Brandon Cooks at one A, and um, it's it's great to see somebody who maybe is going to definitely be able to step up and fill that that void that the Saints have lost since Marcus Colston retired. He's better than Colston. He's like Colston if Colston could run fast. Oh, let's not let's not go crazy. I mean, let's not go crazy. That's I think I think his ceiling is. The he's best. got he's got a well look. Then when, if he hits that ceiling, then you can make. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The statement He's on pace made, for 96 can't. catches and 1,200 yards. Shoot, uh, 96 uh, catches? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think when, I what, is, what did Coulson Thomas, have? What did Coulson I'm going to come out with a hot season? take here. I'm, I'm going to come out with a hot take here. Uh-oh. Michael Thomas ceiling, greatest Saints receiver of all time. Okay. He'll need at least like three more years of breeze, though, to get there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the and that's exactly the and that's exactly the, the problem is that I don't know if he's got three more years of Breeze. We don't know who's behind Breeze. Mm. Uh, he's he's got. He, I'll tell you who's behind it, Breeze. It, it, Nobody. Sadness. Right, right, right. Sadness is behind he, Breeze. Uh, assuming assuming there's ultimate sadness after Breeze for quite a few years. Oh, there is. Uh, Joe Callahan if, got if, cut. If, Joe Callahan if, got if cut. If Michael Thomas. If Michael Thomas ends up putting up the same numbers as Colston without Breeze, then I would say that he definitely deserves to be uh, called the Saints. Well, Joe won't put up monster numbers with Aaron Brooks. So, yeah. um, Aaron, look, Aaron, Aaron Brooks made backward passes and did stupid shit, but he could also sling the ball before he I mean, wrecked his on. arm. Um, right. All right, Andrew. I, here's a question for you. I, I, I know the Saints. Oh wait, we've got to go. We got to continue with the offense. Andrew, here's my question to you. Mark Ingram, I thought yesterday was terrible. Are we done with the positive stuff? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I thought Mark Ingram yesterday was quietly terrible, and they needed to run Hightower more. And I feel like if Hightower didn't run with a walker, instead (laughs) of having like 40 yards, he'd have had like 100, dude. He had like two two plays where like – if it's Lasco running the ball healthy, it's like a 30-yard run. But Hightower is so old and slow – that 
he only got 10 or 15, but he had better vision than, than Ingram yesterday, I felt. Yeah, like. I don't know, man. You think so? I, I thought Hightower looked pretty quick. Um, he looked a lot quicker to me than Mark Ingram. Um, that's not so, – I, I think Mark – I don't – I think Mark Ingram looks so slow. I mean, I, I hate when they run the pitches to oh the sideline for Ingram. Jesus. I just – every time – he starts to go, and you can tell, like, oh, he's not going to beat this guy to the edge. Not he's gonna not going to the... beat him to the edge. And then he tries to cut back, and he gets hit for a huge loss every time. And if he had just kept going to the sideline, it maybe would have been a no-gain play. That was, like, the best-case scenario. <laughs> but instead, he tries to cut it back, and it, it always loses three yards. I don't understand why they continue to run that play with Mark Ingram. It drives me crazy. I, I, I mean... I think like Ingram had like 15, 16 carries. His yardage was okay, but his longest run of the day was seven. And I feel like that's we, he's not getting to the second level. This has been this whole year where Ingram like he falls forward. He's tough, you know. If you keep him between the tackles, he takes on a couple hits and he falls forward. Um, so I don't think he's useless, but it's just been frustrating. He never gets to the second level. I was watching the Bucks yesterday. I mean, they picked up Jaquiz Rogers off the street, and he's ripping runs of thirty and forty. And <laughs> I'm the worst this, run and defense I'm just thinking, in the history of like, Earth. Why can't Breeze? Why can't Breeze have this? Like, why can't Breeze have anything? Like, just something functional around him? Anything? A decent run game? Like a decent a kickoff return for a touchdown? Like, well, why, I just don't understand why everything around Drew Breeze has to be god awful. Well, here's the thing, and another bad thing it's about special teams. Um, Kevin, I know you didn't watch the game, but the Saints did their normal uh, Jarris Bird fair catches everything if it's going to be inside the inside the twenty yard line. I feel like Kevin, if we're a Jarris Bird fumble away from Sean Payton sending out ten guys on the punt return team, or or just snatching uh, snatching one of the equipment managers and being like here. Here, I snuck your name onto the uh, the roster overnight just in case. So or, here, put this on and go out there and just or signing a guy don't screw this up or signing a person that does the three catches at halftime of the Saints game. If they make all three catches, they get to play the second half. Exactly. It's the cash exactly. catch. <laughs> the cash catch. Or maybe the junior team retriever. Either could be. I mean, it, but but here's the thing. You know what blows my mind about the cast catch is they. I, I feel like they go out of their way to find the worst athlete in the stands every I know, week, dude. Because they don't want to give away like a thousand dollars in a case of coke. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Hang on a second. Are you insinuating that a contest <laughs> held by a organization? would possibly be rigged against the contestant or at least set up in such a way to, to, to stack the odds against the person playing the game? Call Donald That's exactly Trump. what I'm saying. Sir, this is a sports podcast. These sorts Breitbart. of accusations are beyond the pale, and I will demand a full retraction in the morning, or else you will be hearing from my legal team. I bid you good day. <laughs> uh, I, I said you, good day. I do. I do. Um, but, I mean, the, the, the – God – I fought with people again today, Andrew. The special teams for the Saints you? suck. <laughs> they suck. And I mean, people are like, whatever, yeah. get, make the defense better. But their special teams suck. And it was, they they almost had an extra point blocked, 
And oh, by the way, Seattle has a dude that can jump the line and block <laughs> kicks. This yeah, week. I mean, Will Lutz, Will Lutz, the the block field goal thing is. I'm ready to call this a problem because that now the Giants game, you know, the line blew that play up, but that's now three blocked kicks for Will Lutz in what six games? Yeah, and that's that's a block kick every other game. And Billy Wagner, he's got to get this under control. I mean, Billy that's the Wagner's problem now. Billy like a high jumper, two, dude. He's gonna swat that now, thing two, back like two Shaq. Two of the three kicks from Lutz, two of the three that were blocked, went in. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess <laughs> there's that. But, but the low trajectory is a concern. Uh, the the kick return game is what, non-existent. What kick I mean, Tommy game? Lee Lewis had like one 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 decent punt return this year. Other than that. I would put the I would put the kick return game at the bottom of, of the league. I mean, if 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 there are thirty two teams in the NFL, the Saints are thirty third in returning. I'm convinced. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, punting is awesome. possible. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, Kevin, have you watched the Saints? Have you watched the Saints return kick? <laughs> it's possible. They don't. But, uh, but their punting their punting is a plus. So you know, yeah, I'm well taking it. Uh, Dave, I feel like Ken Crawley is maybe the most frustrating Saints corner of the last 10 years because he's not awful like Jason David or Brandon Browner. He's just almost can make the play. He's there, so you can't like rip on him and be like, oh, my God, what are you doing, dude? You got burned. It's like, dude, why can't you make a play? I mean, how many times? Like he's like like half a dozen times where like he could make a big play and he just doesn't. And that 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 makes you angry. It do, well as as it frustrated should. frustrated because I don't hate no, him. No, I think angry. angry. I think angry. I think you should hate him. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I mean, are you not? How do you feel about where the corners are considering all the injuries, Dave? I mean, considering all the injuries, uh, I don't know if it could be worse, but I mean, it's, it's just about, it's about what you'd expect. I mean, and, and, and quality opposing quarterbacks are, are going to exploit that weakness and pick these guys apart. I mean, you know, the Saints were able to, you know, the defense looked a little bit better this week than we've seen in the past and only allowed 20 some odd points um which is low for them compared to the rest of the season but that's you got to take into consideration that I mean, this is alex smith i mean how, how many deep i mean it's just it, it, smith is not the kind of quarterback is, is not on that level uh you know the chiefs as right. as the elite guys the that, that he's not gonna be able to ex- ex- exploit that and make you no, they're not that good. They're not good that good, and we still lost to them. Yeah. Um, and you know, every every now and then, you know, you see a, a a decent play from one of these young guys, but for the most part, it's uh, they're kind of like chickens with their heads cut off out there. Here, Andrew, here's the thing with the defense that I. I get that they're and of course Jarvis Bird. Let's not forget about yeah, Jarvis Bird. I get Bird. that the, just, I get he's awesome. <laughs> Andrew, I, <laughs> I, I I get that the Saints' defense is mostly terrible because they've had, they're on their like sixth and eighth cornerbacks and they're they have no edge pass rush. I get that that's terrible, but here's the thing I don't quite understand: their their run defense is like an internet stock from 1998. Like, it's 
either the highest high or the lowest low. Like, it's all over the map. Why is the run defense so inconsistent? I get everything else, but that perplexes me. Yeah, it was – I mean, the the first half, Spencer Ware was ripping – 11 10 I mean and and half the time he wasn't even being touched until he got he was eight yards past the line of scrimmage so um the first half was a disaster and I think he only had like six carries he only had like six carries for 50 yards (laughs) at halftime and I couldn't believe it I was like why are the Chiefs not running Spencer Ware every play I know I was Uh, thinking that from my fantasy team but then I mean it was it was unreal in the second half like I there were so many third and shorts. There was a third and one where Von Bell makes a tackle short of the first down. I mean, there were number third and two. I mean, number of plays where the Saints made tackles short of a first down. And and when they needed to get the ball back desperately, they were completely shutting down the run. How you know, usually like, how's Von Bell looking grade wise? Not great. Not is he getting is he <laughs> no. getting better? Um he, he's how's, playing how's like, he, he's Bird playing like you would expect. I think you would, you would expect as a rookie. He flashes at times. You know, he made that great play on third and one at times. He looks fast. Um, at times, he takes bad angles. Um, you know, he kind of looks like Malcolm Jenkins did his second year. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I think we soured on my, Malcolm Jenkins after a while because the inconsistency just continued. But, you know, his first year, he made some plays. He... Yep. he Missed some tackles. He, um, you know, I mean, he was kind of up and down. I think that's what we're seeing from Von Bell. I mean, Jairus Bird, I mean, I know you're asking that rhetorically, but he he is a disaster. So you're saying Von Bell. I wasn't asking that rhetorically. I was asking that to point out that Von Bell is still fucking better than Jairus fucking Bird. I mean, Bird Bird is just, I mean, you know, obviously the, the broken back and then the knee injury. I mean, clearly he he's done. He's he's just he's never going to be what he was in Buffalo. He was a great great NFL player, and physically he's not just, here. He wasn't. No, I mean I, I mean he, he, he physically he, he just he can't he can't go back. And I I think he looks a little overweight too. Oh, fantastic. Um, which which probably doesn't help, but <laughs> I mean it's it's um, New Orleans cuisine strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Kevin, the Saints are playing one of me and you's most hated people this week. The truther, a.k.a. Pete Carroll. It's a shame they couldn't lose last night. I know, well, I feel like it was, that's for the, as far as the Saints went, it was the best case scenario. Like it was a total just <coughs> bloodbath war that went five quarters and they had, and Seattle had heartbreak at the end. Like it couldn't have gone better for the Saints. Um, but Kevin, I know that like Atlanta's like the most hated and we, we always want the Saints to beat them, but if you if you looked at the schedule, I have to think Seattle would be really high on your wanna see the Saints win list for the twenty sixteen season. Uh, I'd probably put them. I'd probably put them at number two behind the Falcons at the end of the year. How you don't how you live with that thing. Well, it's just, you know, that's a four thousand dollar cat, Dave. That cat's weighing. Oh my in. god! Are you kidding me? Oh my yeah. god! 
You're gonna. This is gonna be like a Seinfeld episode. Your neighbor is gonna hire uh, somebody to come and steal that thing. And no, it was given take to us. To a farm it was upstate. It was given to us because it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> my wife says she's gifted. My wife. My wife. My wife. Um, you're a little late there, guys. So, but yeah. So, but Kevin, I mean, like <laughs> your your hate for you PK. guys are like the Jarrus bird of making the my wife joke. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> That's a good. That's a good one there. So Kevin, uh, Pete Carroll, I despise the man. I'm not saying I wish him ill. I'm just saying that if he fell down a well, I might not help him. Yeah, but 9/11 was an inside job. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Tell you what, it was an inside job. His kicker shanking that 20-yard field goal last night. But but Kevin, like. This is this this is the one for you. Like, if the Saints are only going to win like four games all year, like you want this one. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Let me say, this well, you're is not going to get it. <laughs> this nope. is my second nope. one behind the finals game of the season against Atlanta. I, so. Okay, I I asked this knowing full well that the Seattle offensive line is non-existent. And that they just scored six points in five quarters against the Cardinals defense. 28th in scoring no, average, 18.5 n- no, points a game. N- knowing that, and, and that they're 28th in scoring, and that Russell Wilson is basically broken right now. And they're all of those, out. All of those things factored in. I placed the over-under on combined <laughs> touchdowns for Jimmy Graham and C.J. Spiller at five. <laughs> I, 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 I think that might be low, Andrew, because all week long, here's the thing, all week long, the Seattle media and the Saints media and the national media is going to be asking Pete Carroll, that was kind of dumb you traded away Max Unger considering your offensive line's a dumpster fire, wasn't it, Pete? And you know he's going to want to show out Jimmy Graham. One, because Graham wants to stick it to Sean Payton. But two, he wants to be able to say, no, we got Jimmy Graham, and J- trading for Jimmy Graham was a good idea. So I think that might, that total might be low. I would bump it up to six and a half. God, can you feed that fucking cat, for God's sake? <laughs> My, wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. There is birth. So... Uh, <laughs> I think it said six and a half in Vegas. Yeah, if you have Jimmy Graham, I, I think you should the definitely would be start better him. off playing that kid Jarius over Jarius Burr. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. I gotta Just give it to add the an extra. I gotta give it to the Saints. Uh, the Saints PR slash social media people. They have turned their social media, all their social media channels, into just like Make a Wish Foundation, and it's awesome. Like, I'm fine I, with that. No, I mean, that's a – like, if you're an NFL team and that's your social media, like, that's the only way people are going to pay attention, and it's an awesome way to do it. I think it's seriously, like, awesome. They're just, like, kids that are terminally ill or, or you know, whatever. They're, they're, they're pushing them out through social media. I think it's – I think it's I think it's phenomenal, and seriously, the Saints Twitter feed is probably like top three in the NFL. It's as, solid as far as like fun and whatnot. Um, before we get can to, the Twitter guy play defense? Can he? Here's here's something else, Andrew. You break down the film, and I I thought of it during the game, but when I saw it in your grades, it made me think about it even more. I feel like 
Craig Robertson was awesome at the beginning of the year, and now they've moved him to middle linebacker, and he's not as good anymore. I agree. I don't think the the position changes really work work to their benefit there. Um, now you know when LRB comes. Well, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> when LRB um, comes back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Kevin, you wanted a retraction. I will give you a retraction. Kevin, who will be who will be Secretary of State for President <laughs> Trump? That's the same as when Ellerby comes back. Uh, <laughs> um, and Ellerby. now, wait. Now, Steph- Stefan Anthony dressed, right? He wasn't inactive, right? No, he, no, he was out with a hamstring. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, sure he was. Ellerby, Yeah, I, I don't know what the Saints do, man. I don't like Robertson at middle linebacker. I don't think that's really working out. And he was playing so well. So so so, so what leave do you it do? to the Saints to fuck up the one good thing they got going. Where, yeah, I, do you... I don't know. I don't know who you put in middle linebacker. I don't know if you try Laurenitis again. I don't know if you give Anthony a shot at some point. What uh, about Maudie? Know. Can Maudie play middle linebacker? Not well. <laughs> uh, hey man, if the alter- I, if the can... alternative is Maudie, I think I'll just stick is with the, Robertson. Hey, the, the the 49ers are rumored to be thinking about a fire sale. Can Navarro Bowman play middle linebacker? Isn't he hurt? Oh, he'd fit in perfect then with the Saints. See? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is... Isn't Navarro Bowman out for the year? No, he's back, I think. I, oh, he is? I think he's back. He's He was out last year. I don't know. But the 49ers... Wait, the... Wait what... Uh... What was I going to say? What uh, what, what injury did Navarro know. Bowman have? He, like, ruptured his knee. Oh, know? yeah. This is definitely a $40 million deal we got to sign then. <laughs> I mean, he was really good, like, three years ago. Oh, great. <laughs> That's great. That's what you want to hear about this all is, your CAs. Jarris 2.0. Yeah, he, was, he was really yeah, good he, three years he, ago. He was he was really good three years ago. Describes at least two of the Saints' current linebackers. Eh. You know, I had Ralph. I had hair ten years ago. Big fucking deal. You are right. He is out for the season. So the Saints cannot trade for Navarro. Navarro. Yeah, I nailed that. My 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 plans are awry. No, why why not bring him in? He might be better than Laronitis. With one functioning yeah. Achilles. All right, we got Twitter questions. Uh, Dylan asks. Um, oh, by the way, people donate a dollar or two dollars, whatever. We got to keep the lights on here. Donate what you Fucking can. Fucking donate. Yes, please. Get out we, the wallets. Get it, break it out and donate. Christmas what you can. is coming. It's exactly right. I got a bourbon. <laughs> what do you think we do this podcast for free? Yes, exactly. We do. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, Dylan asks. Is Ellerby alive? Mm, I cannot confirm that. Um, he did practice last week on a limited he basis. He injured himself warming up during the fourth preseason game, dude. He like must have like his quad must have like fell off the bone or something. I don't even. Know. I mean, I I understand that quads linger or whatever, Jeez. but do you guys realize how unbelievable it is that Bro and Rankins both with bro- broken legs like at this point they have a really good shot of playing before LRB. Oh, Bro is totally. Oh, they're definitely playing before. Yeah, bro, LRB. Yeah, bro totally. is definitely playing before. Bro is going to play against the 49ers, I think. Um, 
Let's see. Could we start? Well, so is Rankins. Yeah. Could we start a petition to fire our special teams coach? Oh yeah, that'll that'll do a lot of good. Just uh, just make Morstead the special teams coach, player coach. <laughs> Let's see. Do we have? Um, Kevin, what wrestler describes the saint? What wrestler? What wrestler washed up and over the hill describes the Saints' defense? Uh, I would say Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Because <laughs> he, he was never all that good to begin with. Uh, and I know I'm going to have Wang twit, uh, send a tweet to me saying he won the first uh, Royal Rumble, and that's fine and dandy. Uh, but... Hacksaw Jim Duggan never, like, his ceiling was exceptionally low, and he would meet it, and then the second he met it, it was uh, back downhill, and so, yeah. Yeah, anybody that knows wrestling and knows, Hacksaw Jim Duggan knows what I'm talking about. I, if, if, if nobody knows wrestling, I could talk for an hour, you're not going to get it, so. Uh, I feel like pretty playing much what the we do during defense, the podcast. I feel like playing the Saints much. defense is just is just ro- like rolling the uh, the wheel of fortune. Like there's all these prizes. Like it it, it doesn't matter what you roll. Like it, it's all dollar values. <laughs> I feel. I feel like e- the, either way the outcome is good. I feel like the Saints defense is like an infomercial with Billy Mays Hayes. He's like, does your offense have trouble <clears throat> protecting the quarterback? Does your running game need a jump start? The Saints defense will cure all your problems. <laughs> did, you, get, did you say Billy Mays Hayes? Billy Mays Hayes. We guarantee. <laughs> I think it's Billy Hayes. We guarantee the yes, Saints he's, defense he's combining, will melt He's combining down the major league character <laughs> and the, <laughs> the salesman, the dead salesman. That liked cocaine. Yeah. So, uh, but who, is, does? Do, who is, doesn't? Let's be honest. This is from Alfredo. Andrew, I give you the best <laughs> O-lineman or the best D-lineman available right now for this year's Saints roster. Who do you pick? Best O-N-D? Best pick one. Best offensive lineman or fe- best defensive lineman? Oh, I can only pick one? Yes. Yes, you can only oh, pick well, one. What is this, well, a dream well, fantasy well, scenario? I, I, Get I, out I, of here. I, I, would, I would take J.J. Watt or whatever. I'd well, take a defensive healthy. player. He's not healthy. The, the same, yeah, whatever. Just give me a defensive lineman because – the Saints are just like piecemealing it together on the offensive line, and Breeze is still just mauling people. Like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter who plays in the front. It doesn't even matter who his receivers are. Breeze just owns everyone always. <laughs> Everything changes around him. The offensive line, the cast of characters, the playmakers, the running backs. It does not matter. He's on They're always top five, and this team. Just give me a competent defense once in your life. Just Dude, give me something. Answer, Just give me – develop one guy. The that, answer is Vaughn <laughs> Miller, for Christ's sakes. That's the answer. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, seriously, who, who, who in their right mind – like, that's such a dumb question. Like, who would want an offensive player to help the Saints want, right now? I don't know. What would be like the best running back that would just make the Saints offense like ridiculous? The question was linemen. The question was offensive yeah. or defensive linemen. You don't yeah. get to choose a running back. I'm just saying. Um, this is from John Murphy, Dave. 
Um, Dennis Allen has maybe three true starters on the roster and many that don't fit the scheme. Will he be back next year no matter what? Yeah, he'll be back next year and it'll be his last chance and he'll suck <laughs> it up. He'll suck and then you know, we'll I, be on I don't to think our sixth way. defensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't think there's any way Sean Payton fires. I mean, the, he's just had too much turnover there. No, I don't think there's any way he can fire Dennis Allen. I think Dennis Allen, considering, has done a slightly better than okay job. I mean, he does. He deserves another year. I mean, you know, just like in college, when you get stuck with the previous coach's recruits. I mean, you know, it takes a a little while to maybe get rid of some of those and clean house and bring in some of your own guys. And I think he deserves at least one more year to bring in some of his own guys. And I mean, just give him possibly a pass get rid of some of the guys. Sake. Yeah. Here, yeah well. Here's here's a question for you, Kevin, because you watched every second of the game yesterday. It's from Colin. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Why, why didn't we throw down field even once? I was at the game surrounded by Chiefs fans. It sucked. That's from Colin. Uh, why didn't, yeah, uh, hmm. You have no idea. No, I don't. I, if I had to guess, I would say probably because the O-line didn't give Drew enough time. And I would say the wide receivers probably didn't get, uh, do a good enough job of getting separation. Uh, and the run game probably wasn't effective enough to have, to make the defense, uh, to keep the defense honest. This is from Pete Andrew. Again, t- those are three things that I completely pulled out of my ass, and I guarantee <laughs> no, I, one of them is right. Yes. No, I, I think that's a solid response, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrew, this is from Pete. Should I am completely invalidating sports radio tonight. This is no. Wonderful. You are you are making a pitch to be on ESPN's first take. You know. Talk uh, out of my ass. I can do that. It's you know you just read a couple read a couple of game recaps. Skip Bayless throw, still has a job. Throw out a couple. Dude, Skip Bayless makes like six million a year <laughs> and got like a ten million dollars signing bonus to go to Fox Sports One where nobody watches him. You know, Is I it would, really that much. Yes, it was an like an insane like like it was an insane amount of like it was an insane amount of money and even ESPN was like you know. We think we can put anybody on first take and still people will watch. Because first take is like that thing that's on mute at the at the doctor's office or a sports bar everywhere during the day. Um, Andrew, this is from Pete. He asks, should we start to really worry about Teron Armstead? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime a player has a recurring issue, um, and there's no eject button here. I mean, again, this is a young player that just got a brand-new contract. They're kind of stuck with him. And if he's got, like, a degenerative, continuing knee problem, this is is a guy that's missed a lot of games, and they've got a lot invested in him. Um, I'm very concerned, absolutely. All right, so that about wraps it up for the Twitter questions today. All right, let's get to... Wrap it up. Let's get to the uh, Saints-Seattle game. Seattle is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in the Superdome Sunday. Kevin, who you got? And give me your MVP or your GOAT of the game. Jesus. Uh, all right. I'm going gonna. I'm. I'm going back to uh, heart over brain here. So I'm going to say 
dumb move. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm. Well, look, this is me we're talking about. I am looking forward to uh, to making dumb moves and being told I'm an idiot by uh, yeah. by the Twitterati. Yeah, we need uh, to keep tra- track of our picks, but we don't. So, so I like, will say 24-23 Saints, ooh. and I will uh, – I four, will, baby. I will say uh, BW uh, comes through with a uh, key inter- – comes through with an interception at the end. BW. Dave. B-dubs. Dave, Dave you're going to be at the game. You're going to be at the game, so who do you have? I will be. I will be in attendance uh, for uh, this weekend's contest. And, bring your kid uh, again. He seems to be good luck. Yes. No, nah, I don't know if he is or not. No, nah, I'm bringing, bringing a buddy of mine. He, he called this game back in August. Um, uh, look, the Saints are going to lose. We can <laughs> all agree with, on that. Um, I think it'll probably be well, a little How can we all I, agree on that when Kevin just said they're going to win? <laughs> He said that they were going to win. I thought he said they were going to lose. No, he said that was 24-23. Oh, you're an idiot. Um, well, it, <laughs> breaking news uh, there. Jesus, Peter James. And, uh, and um, uh, this is, I think this is the Saints. I think this is the offense's tough te- toughest test so far this season. Uh, Seattle's defense looked pretty damn good last night, especially after I was they done give watching up 14 the points a game and 100 yards less than the Saints do on defense. Yeah, I mean, I spent all afternoon watching the Saints defense, and then at night I watched Seattle's defense and Arizona's defense, and it's like, oh, this is what a good defense is supposed to look like. Okay, I, I get it now. Arizona um, did move the ball. Yeah, oh, no, Arizona on, on paper, Arizona had like twice as They had the ball for 46 minutes. Arizona had the ball for 46 yeah, time minutes. time of possession. That's how good Seattle's defense was last night. Um, but anyway, so, you know, Drew Brees, I don't think, is going to be able to be putting, putting, put up 30-plus points uh, on these guys. And like you mentioned before, you've got Jimmy Graham and uh, and C.J. Uh, Spiller, uh, who are all, I think, they're going to have a little extra um, in their pocket for this game. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Seahawks win... 27 to 17. And uh, the go to the game is going to be everybody in the secondary. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham's going to have three touchdowns. So it's going to be whoever is in charge of covering him is going to be that would the be go. Kenny Vaccaro. Oh, Lord. Yeah, there you go. That dude's going to get run over like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, you know what? But, but, actually, but speaking, speak, speaking, of, speaking of Kenny Vicaro, this actually reminds me. I wanted to talk about this. Uh, I was listening to WWO today on the radio, and and Kenny Vicaro basically said that there are guys in the locker room. This this isn't exactly how he worded it, but he said there are guys in the locker room who are just kind of okay with being mediocre. Which obviously, if you extrapolate extrapolate from that, that means that we have guys on this team that aren't playing to their full potential. That aren't. I, I'm I'm just starting to. When, as soon as I heard that, I, it kind of reminded me of of last season and the year before, and locker room issues. And uh, I, I'm I'm starting to wonder whether the wheels have already started falling off. And 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 instead of a seven and nine season, <laughs> this whole thing could could go south real quick, and we could be looking at like three and thirteen. I don't know another another loss if they lose again to Seattle at home. I just eh, considering what Kenny Vaccaro said. Uh, I just, I, I think this is just 
it's going to just still get worse. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Dave spreading the joy I'm and pretty, optimism. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah. I, I, look, hey, I've been pessimistic about the season since the very beginning. I wrote. I wrote maybe three articles this entire season, and the first one I wrote was during preseason, and it was basically you know saying buckle up because it's going to be a long bumpy ride, and I don't think it's going to be too pretty. So, <laughs> so far it looks like I was I was right. Andrew, score. Well, I I'm sorry guys, but we haven't seen the Breeze yeah. turnover binge game yet, <laughs> and there's usually one or two of those a year. And I think Seattle's going to get up early, 14 nothing. There will be a 78-yard touchdown run by C.J. Spiller, uh, followed by a, a drive of passes that exclusively go to Jimmy Graham for the entirety of the drive. Uh, of course, capped off by Jimmy Graham touchdown. Uh, maybe on a jet sweep. Maybe uh, Pete Carroll will really give him a spike the ball for the goal. Does post? Jimmy Graham yeah. dunk it? Does he? Does yeah, he dunk the yes, ball? Yes, he, he he dunks it and bends the goalpost. Um, and, um, so then it'll be 14, nothing, uh, Sean Payton and Drew Brees panic. They start calling passes every play. Uh, Brees gets hammered. He throws four picks, two, which are returned for touchdowns. Final score, Seahawks 45, Saints 10. Wow. Wow. Has Nick Novak kicked any more field goals? Uh, I'm not even saying, like, they're not winning a game the rest of the season. It's over. Like, I still no. think that I, I said at the beginning of the year, 5-11, and 11, I'm sticking with that. But I just think this is going to be one of those games where it starts bad and then the Saints go one-dimensional and it, it just gets yeah, – it's going to be one of those games. You know, here's the thing. A Twilight Zone game. I don't know if it is going to be 45-10, to 10, but, I mean, Seattle hasn't changed much at all on defense since they kicked the shit out of the Saints on a Monday night when the Saints were 9-2 and two and went to Seattle. And we were like, oh, this is for NFC supremacy, you know, in, in 2013. And they just obliterated the Saints. Now, I know it was that on the road and the Saints couldn't audible and that really hurts the Saints and they couldn't do some protection things. But good God. Here's the thing, though. God, that Seattle offensive line is bad. It's bad. They're down their left tackle. Russell Wilson is like, uh, can't move around. Like, the Seattle just played five quarters. I just don't see it being a total blowout. I just seen it being like, like 24, 20, I'll say 27 to 13 Seattle. But, at no point from the second quarter on will you ever think the Saints are going to win or even make the game interesting. So I'll say 27-13, and I'll say the go to the game is going to be Breeze because I agree with it. I agree with Andrew. I think he's due for uh, – he's just due for like that four-pick suck game. Um. And, uh, He's good for one or two a year. And it's this, usually and, in St. Louis when we, when you know, we used to play the Rams. Yeah, and I, I, I made this in my column. I'm gonna make this my five star lock of the year, Seattle. <laughs> five star lock of the five year. star lock of the year. If it doesn't come through, what you is it, Carl's? Carl's uh, Stone Cold Stone Lock, cold of, the cold lock, lock, lock of, of the year of the century of the week. Of the week. <laughs> well, it's, it's my 
Stone Cold Stone Cold Five Star Lock Seattle. Um, of the week. So the Saints will be uh, two and five, and Atlanta will lose to Green Bay and be four and four. And the winner of the NFC South is totally going eight and eight again for the second time in three years. And the Saints have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and it's not going to be them. I want didn't uh, Carolina go seven eight seven eight and one. I will, yeah. it, that's that's so depressing, so depressing. And Atlanta, pull, Atlanta pulled the total, the total Atlanta move, which I called exactly correctly. That they would, everybody would be about. Oh, this Atlanta team's different. They're four and two. They went to Seattle. They looked great, even though they lost. And they went home and they shit the bed versus Denver because their defense, their defense, their defense is just like a degree better than the Saints, uh, just barely. So it's so it's yeah. Matt Ryan had a had a nice timely pick, oh, and he, then uh, I I especially enjoyed the fourth and one that lost them the game. That was a nice throw. A I nice add a boy at Mike Smith. It was. <laughs> that was that was, and you knew, and you knew they weren't getting it. It was delightful. Hey, I got to look. I got to be honest with you guys. You know, I thought that the Falcons were going to continue to do well, but you guys were. You guys said, no, no, they, no, no, they're the Falcons. They're going to shit the bed. They're going to collapse. They're going to so win. Far, I think like, they're going to win. Looking like you guys might have been right. I think they're going to win the South. They're going to be 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, I, I, I still think Atlanta's going to win the South because I don't think Carolina can get their stuff fixed, and I don't think Tampa. <coughs> I don't think Tampa's very I good. Mean, if Car- Carolina lost to the Saints, that's how bad they are. Yeah, and they get Arizona this week, so – uh, go to saintsnation.com. Andrew's got his grades. Uh, go to Canal Street Chronicles to listen to this fine podcast. Uh, and maybe Dave will write something before Thanksgiving. Um, go to the <laughs> go to the Twitters to find Kevin, or the, so the Twitter face farmersalmanac.com to find Kevin. Farmers, farmers to, only. To find me. He, Ke- he, he, Ke- Kevin's working on a power ranking. It's coming out any week, I swear. It's power. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm ranking colors. Remember, remember when we used to I'm talk very about high on power green rankings like three years ago? Yeah. Kevin's power rankings <laughs> were quite enjoyable, you know. It was like uh, when, he, when, he, when he did them. You know? Yep, when I was Kevin, on my you, game. If you ever want to do a uh, power ranking for Saints Nation, man, the, in, the open invitation anytime. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so for Kevin, for Dave, for Andrew. I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs>